All right, let's get started. Um, the Lord has blessed us with another Wednesday. Um, I've had a full day, and uh, my goal was to get here to read over my material and be ready. And the Lord blessed. I was able to get here, read over my excuse me, material, and be ready. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord is good to me. Um, you got you got to have that testimony yourself. The Lord is good to me. Father, we praise you and we bless your name. You have been such an awesome God. We pray right now in the name of Jesus, moved by your spirit. Cause us, O oh God. Excuse me. Cause us, O oh God, to know your word, that we might live by your word, and that we might be pleasing in your sight. We thank you in the name of your son, Jesus. Have your way in the midst of our study of your word. Bless us even now with your presence. Let your Holy Spirit teach us. Let the power of your Holy Spirit teach us that we might again be infused by your Spirit, that your word, O oh God, might live in us. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. I don't know about you, but I'm under the belief that God's word is alive. When you get it in you, that word is alive, and it will quicken you, and it will cause you to um, do and to be things that you never thought you could or do. You didn't think you could be it, and you didn't think you could do it. But thank God, thank God, through his word, yes, you can. Yes, you can. It says, I can do all things through Christ. And his word, that, that's, that's Christ. His word is Christ. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. His word strengthens you. Amen. Let's look. Uh, again, we're still in this book. Um, it just came to mind. It just came to mind. Oh, are we going to cross over into the new year in this book? Uh, I believe so. But it just came to mind. Um, wow, would we do something else? Um, will we do something else for the uh, beginning of the year? So, but for right now, we're here. Becoming a prayer warrior. Becoming a prayer warrior. Becoming a prayer warrior. I don't know if you're saying it to yourself over and over again, but that's what we're studying to do. We're not studying just to have more knowledge, and I believe that that is one of the tricks of the enemy, uh, just to, to, to have people study to uh, stack up knowledge, never to activate what you're learning, but just to continue, just to continue to learn more and more and more and more, and never and never um, and never apply it, never put it into activation. Well, yes, we are. I'm becoming a prayer warrior. I am, I am a prayer warrior. Elizabeth Alves, that's the book. Becoming a Prayer Warrior by Elizabeth Alves. And and what do we do? We learn. We learn and then we apply. And that's the powerful part when you literally start to see what God said you would have. Let me tell you something. When you start to see everything you're doing because you are applying the word of God and whatever you're doing, that thing is blessed. Your marriage is blessed. Why? Because I'm abiding by this word. My business is blessed. My children are blessed. And, and, and let me tell you, it does not matter. Write that one down. It does not matter how it looks. My children are blessed. My marriage is blessed. My business is blessed. Well, but it looks like your business is falling apart. It looks like your marriage is, it doesn't matter how it looks. It is blessed. And if God chooses, watch this, if God chooses to take us this way to enhance, and we're going to show how God does this and how at times it can look as if things are falling apart, and you will understand it as we dig in this word. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Watch this. At the top of page 68, top of page 68, it says, remember, intercession generally begins and ends by God. 
and, and I wrote it at the top of my page. You, you can write it if you want to. Thy will be done. But this is Elizabeth Ells. This is not Pastor Shepherdson. This is Elizabeth Ells. And what is she saying? It begins and ends by God. God inspires it. God tells you what to do. God accomplishes it. And then God tells you, okay, now stop. God, I need, listen, remote control. Remote control. Don't be surprised if on occasion you experience something unusual or unexpected, such as laughter or groans or weeping or travailing sounds. I don't know if I told you this story, but if I didn't, I'm telling you now. Listen, I was on my way to uh, Cumberland, Merlin to visit Travis, and I was praying and praying and praying. Justine and Jordan was in the back of the van um, sleeping, and I'm just driving and praying, driving and praying. I'm telling you, I'm praying something fierce, and that's a two-hour drive. And I'm praying and praying and praying. When I got there, I moved from the desk where you check in into the area, excuse me, where the lockers were and where the lockers are. And all of a sudden, boom, something hits me, and it just appears, I don't know what's going on. I just want to start crying. Now, I didn't affiliate it at all with, oh, I'm going to visit Travis, and Travis is locked up, oh, my God. No, it wasn't like that. It was out of the blue, and it didn't hit me until later that, again, when you're in prayer, hear me clearly, when you're in prayer and you are sincere and you are deep in that prayer, you are putting your all in that prayer, let me tell you what will happen. You will be very sensitized to the spirit you will be very sensitized to the spirit and you will encounter just as elizabeth l says here hey don't think it's strange if all of a sudden you laugh groan weep travail sounds why because now you are very sensitized in the spirit and If you encounter, again, spirits, and I believe that's what happened, in that area, people probably uh, cry a lot. They're very sensitive in that area because in the locker area where you take off all your jewelry, your jackets and everything and put it in that locker, that's where you're going and coming. So you got a lot of emotions that's going on. When I walked into that area, I'm just telling you what happened to me. All of a sudden, I'm overwhelmed with a, 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 a desire and an emotion. I'm talking I was flooded with a desire to cry. So don't think it's strange. Um, she's reading it, and I'm giving you my own experience. She's writing it. And I'm giving you my own experience. Different emotions can happen. And we talked about it last week. You, you got singers. And when, you, when you're praying and you're getting ready to worship God and you've been in prayer and you're all excited, and the next thing you know, you hear them laughing. And you say, that's an odd time for her to laugh. Or it sounds like they're crying in the midst of the song. That's an odd time for him to cry. Well, again, you're, you, you, you will be sensitized in the spirit. Now watch this, and the easy to read. Here we go. It says Paul admitted, admittedly prayed this way, saying, "My little children, of whom I travail and birth again until Christ be formed in you." Now in this instance, again. He was groaning in the spirit. And like I'm telling you, and I ended that way last week, you have, listen, the the most powerful prayer you can pray is praying in the spirit and giving your mouth over to God and allowing God to interpret. Watch this. Your heart's got to be right. Your heart's got to be right towards God. Listen, God is not giving this gift. He is not giving or allowing you to exercise in this way when, you're, when you are flooded, you are saturated with your will be done. 
you would say, my will be done. Not thy will be done, my, M-Y, my will be done. Why? Because in this flesh, you know what happens. You have a great desire to accomplish, watch, your own will. When you, in your spirit, speak to God and let him know, Father, it has been accomplished. I am no longer saturated with my will. I am saturated with your will. When you reach there, God knows, and let me tell you something, he will open up some things in the spirit that you have never experienced before. Why? Because now he knows that with the power he has, he can trust it unto you. And this is what we're going to see over and over and over again tonight as we get down and start going through these scriptures. That was Galatians chapter 4, verse 19. It says the easy to read, easy to read. I believe I have it here in the Bible gateway, and I'm going to just look at it real quick. I, we've already read it, but I want to read it in the easy to read, and that's 4, 4, and 19. Galatians chapter 4, verse 19, easy to read, easy to read version. My little children, I am in pain again over you. Like a mother giving birth, I will feel this pain until people can look at you and see Christ. And, 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 and let me tell you a prayer that, that many times I believe believers don't pray and we should pray, and that is that the understanding of our brothers and sisters are enlightened, that revelation knowledge is taking place for my brother and my sister to really travail that they get, gain a closer relationship with God. Right now I'm praying for two individuals. God, please, in the name of Jesus, let us be on one accord that the power of God might move through us and that we might experience what you told us we could experience in your word. Now, many believers do not, listen, they spend more time gossiping, they spend more time talking about the problem, they spend more time rehearsing their, their daily routine, they're looking at their checklist, they're thinking about what they have to do, and you're not travailing in prayer. The Bible says pray without ceasing. What are you praying about? You're praying about believers experiencing God. You're praying, praying about believers, have, watch this, having an impact in this world. In the name of Jesus, listen, when you start to understand, when God opens up your understanding, I'm not a little teeny God, but I'm a massive God. God hit me one time. We were in prayer, and God hit me one time when it says he is the Lord of hosts. God has so much power at his beck and call. He has so many legions and armies of angels ready to move when he says move. And here it is, you're trying to isolate him and trying to treat him as if he's the local pastor, he's the local bishop, he's over a few churches. Oh, yes, he's got a hundred churches under him. It doesn't, that's minor, that's minuscule when it comes to God's power. So when you pray to your God, please keep him in your mind that he is a awesome, large, powerful God. All right? Uh, travailing, here we go. Though the emphasis is not on travailing type of prayers, it does sometimes accompany deep intercession. Sometimes you will travail. I find myself more and more in quiet areas. I could be laying in bed. I could be driving down the street. I could be walking. I could be doing something mundane, putting up decorations, vacuuming the floor, washing the car, and I find myself just migrating into prayer. I'm believing that the Holy Spirit moves upon me during that time and says it's time to pray, and now... It just triggers, boom. I, matter of fact, today I bumped my arm. As soon as I bumped my arm, boom, I went right back into prayer. It was a trigger to me to, listen, it's time to pray. You could be planting seeds, grass seed. You could be sweeping the, 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 the sidewalk off. You could be washing clothes, whatever. It's time to pray. This is, this is what the Bible says, pray without ceasing. You have this awesome, awesome opportunity to pray. And 
if, again, you find yourself not being able to move in prayer the way you want to move, it seems like it's, it's not, you're not activated. Listen, that is your prayer. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Move on. You got to hear him when he says it. Move on. Watch this. Many times you may pray in a very authoritative manner over the principalities and powers. Good God Almighty. Help us, God. I'm just going to highlight that real quick. I didn't have it highlighted, but it just hit me. Principalities and powers of the of the evil, unseen world. The Holy Spirit will set the tone. Now, again, when you start to picture the enemy, Satan himself, Lucifer, kicked out of heaven, third of the angels going with him, powerful angels, angelic hosts fighting against us, and here it is. You're overwhelmed with thinking they've got more power than you. Listen, you've got access to, to God Almighty. You make your petition. Drop down. It says petition. Petitions is your humbly formal request or supplication. Make your petition of the Almighty. Many times I'm believing that, you know what, somebody has to go to the mourner, mourner is, is similar to the mourner's bench, where you're just sitting and asking for the same thing over and over and over again, and what are you asking for? A closer walk with God, uh, uh, my ears to be tuned to him, my ears to be in the name of Jesus, ah, God, to my ears to be tuned to him. I'm not hearing the way I want to hear. I want to hear clearer. I want to hear clearer. And listen, if it takes six months, you take six months. But God, I don't want to keep moving, and I'm not certain of your voice. I'm not certain. My ear, I'm, I'm hearing. But it, 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 the, the way it appears to me, it could be an angel of darkness posing as an angel of light. In the name of Jesus, God, I want my ear tuned to your voice. I'm getting too much static. I'm getting another station coming in on my – I'm always seeing that old radio, and, and you have the turn dial, and, and, and you get it really close, but you still get that static. You still get that interference. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You still get another channel coming in. God, I don't want no other channel. Listen, I don't want the enemy. I don't want me, and I don't want the voices of other people in my mind. God, I want to hear from you. You make your petition. Petition is humbly, formal request, supplication. Listen, beg, beseech. And this is to someone in authority. It's right there in petition. That's someone in, in authority. How do you do it? How do you make this petition? We Listen, you've got to do it like a childlike faith. You've got to do it like a childlike faith. You're asking God to grant or to benefit earnestly and treating him for his grace, his mercy, his favor. Do it, God, to your own glory. Do it, God, to your own glory. Listen, when you, certain prayers, you're not only asking him, but you're reminding yourself, listen, this is not about me. Many times I believe that we struggle in prayer because we're not being honest. It's really about you getting a great name. It's really about you being seen. It's really about you being heard. It's not a God that you, that you might get the glory. If you're not going to get the glory, please don't answer my prayer. Don't answer this petition. All right? Drop down. How do you do it? This petition... How? How do you do it? It's childlike. It's childlike faith. Thank you, Holy Ghost. With your, watch this, specific requests, and, 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 and it's wonderful when you say specific requests because I turn my specific requests over to him. In this particular area, how is it supposed to be accomplished? This is just me personally. This is where God has me. That I'm, Lord, you know so much better than me. And whatever it is, Sister Joyce called me today. A good friend of hers is in ICU. We're going to be lifting her up in prayer. I hope she doesn't mind. Where's that name? Yvonne Johnson. Let's lift her up in prayer. We call her name into the ear of God. Yvonne Johnson. Listen. She's in ICU. 
Yvonne Johnson, in the name of Jesus. You say, well, Pastor, aren't you going to pray? Yes, we can pray. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray that Yvonne experiences the power and the anointing of God in her life, that her body would be healed from the crown of her head. Listen, you can pray that prayer if that's where you are. When I say, listen, I don't have to say another word. I'm talking to my father. He knows me. He knows my heart. I know him. I know his heart. Watch this. I know his word. His word says that it is his will that we prosper and be in good health. I know his word. He knows my heart. He knows me. And he knows the desire of my heart that if Sister Joyce called me and said, Yvonne Johnson, then she wants me to pray. If she wants me to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, Yvonne Johnson, bam, it's done. You've got to gain a relationship where you're that close, where you have that understanding, where you, listen, where you can just, you can start to say uh, Prince George's Community Hospital, boom, all of Prince George's Community Hospital is going to experience the power of God. Angels are going to be Flooding it. Why? Because God's miracles is about to hit it. Why? Because, again, somebody who really knows God, not just for Yvonne Johnson, Prince George's Community Hospital, boom, and it's done. This is a person of authority, and I'm doing it with childlike faith. When he say childlike faith, this is somebody, listen, children will believe. Many times that's why they get hurt, because they don't understand speed. In a, in a bicycle until they get hurt. They don't understand. Yes, the stove really is hot until they get hurt. Why? I believe I can touch it. I believe I can ride that fast. I believe I could jump that high. I believe that I can make it from this side of the creek over to that side of the creek. And, and instead of landing on the top of the grass, he landed smack dead into the side of the, of the creek and, boom, fell into the creek. And almost drown. Why? I believe I can do it. When God says childlike faith, you got to trust him like you don't know. I don't know no better not to trust him. All right? Let's start walking through these scriptures because each one of these areas, um, when we hit these scriptures, hold on, and I'm going to get there real quick. Uh, did I, Childlike faith. Let's look at Matthew Matthew, and we're going to look at 7-11. My favorite stopping spot, 7-11. If ye, if ye then, being evil, 7-11 in the book of Matthews, ye being evil know how to give good gifts unto your children, one of my favorite scriptures, I, I quote this all the time, how much more shall the fa- your Father, which is in heaven, give good gifts to them that ask him? Father, bless me indeed. Watch this. Father, bless me indeed. What I'm doing, when I say bless me indeed, and I don't say a specific amount, and in certain things I do, I ask for certain things. Now, if I'm asking God for a 3.7,000 square foot house because that's the size house I saw and I liked it, and that's what I put on there. If I say bless me indeed, Father, I know that you know what I can handle. You know what won't distract me and, and, and cause me to be drawn away from you. You know how, I, how much I can stand. So I say, Father, bless me indeed. Bless her indeed. Well, don't you going to ask for something? No, 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 I'm not going to ask anything. I'm trusting God that he knows best. And if God says, no, I can't give her anything, then guess what? That's the best for you. Look at this one. Luke chapter 18, verse 17. Luke. What is it? 18, 17. Now, again, when you look at Matthew seven eleven, you've got to understand the Father says here, if earthly fathers know how to give good gifts to their children, Understand that that whole concept there that he's laying out. Fathers know what children need. Listen, they're getting ready to go to school. And some of the gifts are going to be things that they can play with at home. But if they're getting ready to go to school, thank you, Holy Ghost. 
If they're getting ready to go to school, guess what? They're going to need some things for school. So I'm going to bless them with some stuff. It may not be good to them, but it's going to be good for them. It's going to help them when they get to school. It's going to help them. Listen, good God Almighty, thank you, Lord. Uh, the parent already got the list, knows what the child needs, the book bag, backpack, uh, pencils, pens, compass, calculator, the different things that they need. And listen, it's not all about fun and games. It's about you learning and educating. So God says if your earthly father knows how to give good gifts unto their children, how much more does your heavenly father know how to give you? And when you get it, understand some of the stuff you're getting is not for you, for you to, to, to just play with. Some of the stuff is to teach you. Amen? Watch this. Luke chapter 17, 18, verse 17. Luke chapter 18, verse 17. All right? Verily I say unto you, whosoever shall, shall not receive the kingdom of God as a little child sh shall in no wise enter therein. Remember this. I'm reading in the Good News translation. Remember this. Whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter in, will never enter it. You've got to accept this like a little child. God, listen, sometimes you're too, you're too, you, you got too much experience. Sometimes you're too educated. You're so smart. Watch this. You're so smart that you can't break down to like a child level and take it for what it's worth. If God says you can do it, you can do it. Start doing it. Thank you, God. Come on, one more. James. And where did I read that one at? Uh, I asked, okay, so this has had to be the Knowing Jesus uh, website. All right. James, we're going to look at chapter 4, verse number 3, and I'm looking at it in ISV. What is that? International Standard. I think that's International Standard. Uh, where is it? might be at the top. Give me two seconds. Let me pull. I'm on the website. I just got to pull it up. Mm, and that's not on Bible Gateway. International Standard. Is that it? ISV. Okay. Here we go. Thank you, Lord. Okay. It says, you ask for some things, but, watch this, do not get it because you ask for it in, watch this, for the wrong reason. You ask, and, 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 and if you're being honest, and see, when you listen to people who are atheists, um, people who are angry at the church, angry, and it's really not angry at the church, it's angry at God, and, and, and it, they, you, can, you can call it the church because something happened in the church. However, even if you're in the church and somebody is mean to you in the church, the pastor does something in the church, you still have your personal relationship with God. Again, what we try to do is not connect people with a pastor. We're trying to connect people with we're trying to trying to connect people with God. That way, that way, when the pastor falls, when the church burns down, when the church has a breakup, a split, whatever goes on, listen, these folks are not attached to the church. They're attached to God. They're able to hold on. Look at what it says. The King James says, ye ask, ye receive not, because ye ask amiss, that ye may, con may consume it, upon your lust. When you look at the international international standard version, what does it say? You don't get it because you ask for the wrong reason. For your own pleasure. And and again, when you start to look, when you see how God set this up, you've got to know him to to understand the power that he's given you, 
However, you've got to grow to a level of understanding of him before you get that power. You don't just walk into Christianity, and this is what frustrates many atheists, frustrates many unbelievers or those who call themselves believers but have these challenges with the church, challenges with God. What is the problem? The problem is I did exactly what it said, hocus pocus, and it didn't happen. Right, because you didn't have a relationship. You did not know him. And you wanted to abracadabra your way into whatever you wanted. What kind of God would that be? You've got to understand, behind my God's name is righteousness. He is a righteous God. He is a holy God. Watch. He is a just God. He is a holy God and a just God. All right? So what was that? Hold on. I want to read one more. Amplified, really quick. Or do you ask God for them and yet fail to receive? Because you ask, thank you, Holy Ghost, with wrong purpose and evil, selfish motives. Good God Almighty. Somebody's getting ready to pass away. Older person. And here it is. You're praying, Father, don't let them die. Don't let them die. Don't let them die. Let me tell you something. When you look many times at the core of that person, you know how they say, in my heart, I want them to stay here. Your deep thoughts sometimes is selfish. It's not about that person going through the pain. It's not about the frustration that that person was living through. It's not about that person's uh being able to spend to, to again, after from the body, be present with the Lord. It's not about that. I just want them to be here with me. And listen to what the Bible says. You ask with the wrong motives. Your intention is when you get what you desire to spend it in selfish pleasure. So here it is. I said, can I have three, $3 million in Jesus' name? You didn't get it. Why? Because you wanted it for your own selfish reasons. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Move on. Top of page 69. In my book, it's at the top of page 69. Let's see. What do we got? 35, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. That'll be good. Five minutes on each one. I, I don't know if I can do it, but I would be able to get finish that, that little section. What is this section called? It's called, What Are the Conditions for Asking? We just went over how. You ask as a little child. We have scriptures affiliated with that. What are the conditions for asking? Watch this. First one, proper motives. We just talked about it. Proper motives. Right? Proper motives. Hallelujah. <laughs> God is so good to me. Uh, I have this candle burning on the, on the desk, and, and uh, it was going out. Jordan taught me a secret. He taught me a secret that the um, the smoke when it it burnt out because I looked at it and it was really really low. So I, I moved the wax around in it. But when I moved the wax around, it literally put the the light out. So while I was teaching, and this is this again, God will show you how fascinating your mind is. I'm in the middle of teaching. Boom! I grab it and I light the smoke. Because my mind quickly, good God Almighty, he made your mind. I'm trying to tell you that you can get it. You can not only get it, but you can activate it. When you activate it, you're going to move by power. Right while I'm teaching, boom, I grab it. It goes out. I grab the lighter. I light the smoke. The smoke goes down, lights the wick. Boom, I set it down. Now, what, is it, what am I telling you now? Why are you interrupting Bible study to tell me that? Well, for one, you may didn't know that you can light this smoke, and, and in particular when it was thick smoke, because I was about two inches away from it, boom, lit the smoke, and the smoke lit the wick. What I'm telling you is that the mind that God has given you, you're only using a very small amount of it, and when you activate what God is giving you inside of you, you're going to find out that you can process, and this is why we're doing prayer, 
I'm praying in the spirit, and at the same time, I'm praying my desire in my heart. I'm contemplating and rolling it over in my heart. At the same time that I God is using my voice in this atmosphere, the reverberation. God said, God said, God said. When he turned dominion over to man, now God says, watch this, through man. However, if he started telling you what he was doing in China and telling you how he was doing this in Australia, listen, it would blow your mind. So he gave us this powerful way of praying in the spirit. However, in my desire, I can still be speaking to God. Things that we desire, things that we need, things that we think we need, and we're asking him about it. God, you can do two and three things at one time. You'll find that you're going to be praying in the spirit. And that you're going to, watch this, and you're going to be asking, but it's going to be properly motivated. It will glory. This is what I was saying earlier. God, that it may bring your name glory, that it may bring glory to the Lord. John 14, 13. I'm right here in the knowing Jesus. John 14, 13. Watch this. And my little five minutes is already up, so I'm, I didn't really mess that up. Watch this. Good speed. Good speed. Not God speed. Good speed. Good speed. This is, this is one of the... Um, this is one of the translations in the Knowing Jesus website. Watch this. Uh, John 14, 13. It says, anything you ask for... As followers of mine, all right, watch this. King James says, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, right? That's all we want to do. In Jesus' name, it should come to pass. It didn't come to pass. I'm atheist. I said in Jesus' name. I asked that my uh, loved one stay alive, my friend stay alive. I said in Jesus' name. It didn't come to pass. I'm an atheist. I'm mad at God. I really wanted this person to stay alive. I asked. I was sincere. And, and listen, you've got to know this word. Good speed helps you to understand. A lot of the other translations said, whatsoever you shall ask in my name, good speed. It may help somebody to understand. Anything you ask as followers of mine. See, when you start breaking that word down and you dig into it, not just saying in my name, this is people who love Jesus, who love God, who pick up the relationship with God like Jesus, because I'm a Christian, Christ. I'm Christ-like. He says, I don't do anything. That's why you've got to watch praying your own prayer, because many times I believe it's self-willed. Good speed. New Trans uh, Testament. As followers of mine, he will grant it, so the Father may be, watch this, honored through the Son. Here go another one. Thank you, Holy Ghost. William's New Testament. William's New Testament. And anything you ask for as bearers of my name. Not just asking in my name, in my name, and in Jesus' name. And you see some people get very emphatic with it. In the name of Jesus. They're not living, watch this, they're not living the life like Jesus. They're not humbly submitting themselves to God. They're not, watch this, spreading joy, love, and peace. They're not praying for those who despitefully use them. They're not loving their enemies, but in the name of Jesus. See, it doesn't make any difference. You can yell all you want. The folks are shouting, shouting at your prayer, and you said it three times. In the name of Jesus. In the name. Guess what? Williams, New Testament. Anything you ask for as bearers of my name, I will do it. I will do for you so that the Father may be glorified through the Son. Thank you, Holy Ghost. James, I'm going to hit this one real quick, and then I'm going to run. James chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. And I don't have to do 3 because I think we did. No. Oh, we didn't do it. Yes, we did. We did 3 down at the bottom. 
James chapter, okay, nope, James chapter 4, and let's look at verse 2. What did I do? James chapter 4, verse 2. Here we go. Watch this. I don't have a translation, so I'm going to go to the Amplified. Are you jealous and covet? What others have and your desire go unfulfilled, unfulfilled, so you become murderers. To hate is to murder. To hate, you know what? I hate him. I hate this. To hate is to murder as far as your hearts are concerned. You burn with envy and anger and are not able to obtain the gratification when it comes to you being able to obtain that's gratification and contentment and the happiness that you seek so you will fight in war you do not have because you do not ask when you ask you ask with the wrong motives you got to sit down. you got to read it. Lord, help me to understand it. He's saying that you got a lot of war going on inside of you, and it's a lot. Uh, the, 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 the basis of the war is your selfishness. All right? James chapter 4, verse 2 and 3. Do not ask out of sheer selfishness. The next one. So the first one, proper, proper motives, and that it will glorify the Lord. The next one, I think I'm just going to go ahead. Where's my pen at? I'm going to run down the page and number them so we can call them numbers, not the next bullet. One, two, three, four, five. God, will, God willing, we will get to number six. All right. The next one. What are the conditions? Proper motives. Ask in faith. No, don't doubt. Stop going back and forth. I talk about it all the time. If you're going to go back and forth, let me tell you something. You void. You void your ability to be able to operate in this area of faith. Matthew. And we're going to look at what? Chapter 21, looking at 21 and 22. Matthew, here we go, easy to read. Jesus answered, the truth is, if you have faith and no doubt, you will be able to do the same as I did to this tree. And you will be able to do more. You will be able to say to this mountain, go, fall into the sea, and if you have faith, it will happen. If you believe, you will get it, anything you ask for in prayer. Watch this. Here we go. Faith without doubting. Faith without doubting. Look at Hebrews. Hebrews. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Look at Hebrews, chapter 3. Okay, Hebrews, chapter 3. What are we looking at? Verse 12. Hebrews, chapter 3, verse number 12. Uh, do I have? Nope, I don't have a particular version. Here we go. Amplified. Therefore, therefore, be aware, brethren, take care, lest there be in any one of you a wicked, unbelieving heart. So deep down inside, your deep thoughts, you're vacillating back and forth, whether it's going to happen, whether it's not. Whether it's going to happen, you, 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 you believe in about health in your body as long as you feel good. As soon as you feel bad, you start believing, I'm sick. When I feel bad, I still say I'm healed, I'm holding, I'm strong. Revelation knowledge, 
listen, I'm not using heal, whole, and strong. As much as I'm using, it is his will that I prosper and be in good health. By his stripes, I'm healed. That's revelation knowledge to me. Yeah, heal, hold, and strong, that's my words. By his stripes, I'm healed is his words. Who words has power? My words or his words? Now, he allowed me to experience God the Father Almighty. He allowed me to experience healing with I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm strong. Then he gives me revelation knowledge and says, guess what? My word has more power than yours. Maybe that's why many times I was saying, I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm strong. I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm strong. I'm healed, I'm whole, I'm strong. So many times. And now, guess what? By his stripes, I'm healed. Why? Because Jesus said the scripture, even after he said, get thee behind me, Satan, even after he said, get out of my face, he still said it is written. So what do we have to do? See, sometimes we get this revelation, and the revelation is not the revelation from God. I hope you hear me. Sometimes you'll get an understanding, and the understanding did not come from God. Sometimes you'll start to activate this understanding that you have, and you will find out that, guess what? I've been doing it. It's been working, but then all of a sudden God will tap me on the shoulder and say, guess what? No, no, no. Let me tell you another one. We're not going to get into it. I want you to do some research, and maybe you can come to me on Sunday morning or, or, or maybe on Friday night and say, Pastor, I did find some scriptures. One of the things that he gave me revelation knowledge over is what? Are you going to see loved ones in heaven? I've been saying it emphatically. When I Listen, he will never let me go wrong too long. So I'm starting to get scriptures together that talk about linking up after you die. Connections. All right? I'm going to drop that on you. That's trivia. Talk to me when you see it. Give me the scripture that, that, that's revealed to you. All right. What did we do? That was, we did that one. That was Hebrews chapter 3, verse number 12. And did we finish that off in the Amplified? Leading you to turn away. So let's read it again from where? Which refuses, ah, that, let's pick it up here. Unbelieving heart, okay? And that's where we started talking about your deep thoughts. Which refuses to cleave to, trust in, and rely on him. Cook God Almighty. Thank you, God, for, for the Amplified version. Listen. Therefore, be aware, be, beware, therefore beware, brethren, take care, lest there be any one of you a wicked, unbelieving heart, lest there be in any one of you a wicked, unbelieving heart. When it says unbelieving heart, which refuses to cleave to, trust, and rely on him that will be done. I trust you, God. But that's your marriage. What are you praying? God, let your will be done. Have your way. Now, in the desire of my heart, you know you want a smooth relationship. You want the children, everybody obeying, uh, living a great life with God. That's the desire of your heart. That's why I'm praying in the natural, that's what I'm praying with my understanding. But in the spirit, overwhelmed, watch this, it overrules, overwhelms me. God, let your will be done. If we got to go through a little bit more, if we got to go through some more, if we got to go through a whole lot more, then guess what? His will is better than my will. I'd rather go through and be in the will of God than not go through and be out of his will. You got to make that choice. That's what we're talking about tonight, being saturated in him, all right? Uh, trusting in him, leading you to turn away and desert or stand aloof from the living God. That's from his will. Come on, let's grab this last one. James chapter 1, verse 6. Here we go. James, space, 1, Six. All right. James one six. 
King James, but let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers like the wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. Once you get it, you believe it, never go back. Don't start talking any other way, no matter what it looks like. No matter how hard the wind blows, no matter how hard the, the, the waves start beating on you. Number three. Number two was faith without doubting. Number three, according to his will. Y'all know I love it, right? Y'all know I'm about to do car wheels. According with his will, his word must be inside your heart. John chapter 15, chapter 15, chapter John 15, verse what? Seven. All right. Nope, I am not going to make it. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I just looked at that time. Help me, God. If you abide in me and my word abide in you, ask what you will, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Here we go. Godspeed. Good speed. Good speed, New Testament. If you remain united to me and my words remain in your heart, your deep thoughts, you're rolling these words, the word of God, over and over and over again. Ask for whatever you please, and you shall have it. Now, again, you got to remember that the Bible was translated, 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 translated. So what happens is when you get saturated in the will of God and you understand the plight of the world is in his hands, what you want to come to pass is the will of God. Why? Because he tells us, my thoughts are so much higher than your thoughts. You cannot, you cannot get to the level of understanding that I'm at on earth in 100 years, even 500 years. You will not get to this understanding. So when it says, ask and it shall be done, again, he tells you, here, and I would love to see the original, you've got to abide in me. Let my word abide in you. So when you understand that, you're not, you're not asking God, Father, in the name of Jesus, a Corvette right now in the name of Jesus in my four-car garage, in the first garage, God. I want a Corvette in the second garage, God. I want a Cadillac, oh, God, in the name of Jesus, God. Oh, God, and in the third garage, God. Oh, my God, I want a motorcycle. Hold on, what are you doing? Now, again, that may be comical for some people. That's how our prayers go. It's something that you just, and, and then y'all want to put Jesus' name on it. No, he says clearly here, even after the translation and translation and translation, my, you got to abide in me. Let my word abide in you. When that happens, now, you can't just all of a sudden just start asking in Jesus' name. You have got to have this relationship. He says connect with, there's, there it is right there. When it comes to plugging in and being able to have access to the power, listen, the plugging in process is you being, being in a, in a re, one, letting him, if you abide in me, two, letting my word abide in you. All right? Where were we at? That is John chapter 15, verse number 7. And I'm just going to go ahead and draw my line right here. I'm not going to rush this word. Where is it? Right here. Because I got about six minutes. And I'm going to put a line here. And then I'm going to say we're going to pick up. Uh, what would that be? January the 9th. Look at the other calendar. January the 9th. Okay. One. Nine, thank you, God. Oh, 2019. 1-9-1-9. 1-9-1-9. January 9th, 2019. All right, we'll pick up at number four. Number three. So we did John 15 and 7, 
John 15 and 7. Okay. And now let's look at, uh, go to Bible Gateway, take that off, and put in Romans. Yeah, I don't know if you have if you have this great love for the Word of God. You got some folks, you know, they just, it's the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible. Listen, that's, that's he says it, it's got to abide. I will, there was a scripture, you know what? There was another version of that, and I didn't, okay, let me see if I can find it real quick. No, I'm, I'm going to go. Okay, Romans chapter 10, verse 8 and 10, 8 to 10. Listen to this, easy to read translation. This is what the scripture says. God's teaching is near you. It is in your mouth. It is in your heart. But what saith it? The word is not. Not thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. Excuse me. That is the word of faith which we preach. Verse number nine. If you openly say Jesus is Lord, I hope you read this. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, if thou openly say Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Yes, we believe in Jesus deep in our heart, and so we are made right excuse me, with God, and we openly say that we believe in him, and so we are saved. For if, I'm reading in the Good News Translation, last verse, number 10, for it is by our faith that we are put right with God. It is by our confession that we are saved. You've got to understand how important faith is, how important a close relationship with God is when it comes to you doing serious warfare and and you not looking like uh, a little child, uh, let's say five years old, six years old, with a plastic sword fighting against a well-armored enemy. That's why, that's why, let me tell you, that's why many times we are not winning because the relationship with God, I don't know if you've ever had the thought that somebody was watching you. You might be washing the car. You might be uh, in your yard mowing the grass. You may be doing anything. You could be outside. You could be in the store. You just, I feel like somebody's watching me. And and then you start to do different things differently. Why? Because somebody could be watching me. Somebody across the street could be watching me. I'm not going to bend over like I would bend over. Why? Because somebody could be watching me. I'm going to have my behind all up in their face. I, somebody could be watching me. So I'm 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 going to um, I'm not going to dig in my ear the way whatever it is something goofy. But I'm not going to do it because why? Somebody could be watching me. Let me tell you something. When you really get the relationship with God and you understand he is watching you, he does care what you do. He does care about this walk that you have, not only with him, but as you represent him. I can't do that and I can't say that because I don't want to offend him. I don't want to turn this music off during this particular time. Why? Because God watches me, and, and it appears that I'm thinking more about this person than I'm thinking about him. Where it's just God is about pleasing him. It's about pleasing him. This is where he abides in you. This is when you understand how much he loves you, where his word abides in you. 
You can really tell how much he loves you when you read this word. And then how you react to what you have understood is your representation, your witness to those around you and before him that you love him. His word shows you that he loves you. Your actions, and that I love you, Lord, Lord, I love you. No, no, no. Your actions show him. Your words, your thoughts show him that you love him. Amen. God bless you. We'll pick up. God willing, January 9th, um, we'll finish up in that area. All right? God bless you. Saints of God, thank you so much, and we'll talk to you soon. God willing.